welcome to episode 28 of the Knit British podcast. Knit British loves wool that's been grown, spun or dyed in the UK and I'm your host Louise Scully. Today on the podcast I have some sneaky peeky news from the Indiebury Yarn Crawl from one of the organisers, Jess James. I have a preview of a new yarn from Blacker and here at Knit British we're all about the haps. So grab a drink, grab a whip, I hope it's a hap, and let's get going. Welcome in. It's lovely to have you here. A uh, big hello and warm welcome to those of you who are visiting the Knit British podcast for the first time. It's lovely to have you. And of course, a big hiya and hello and warm welcome to, to those of you who are returning. It's always lovely to have you here. I am sort of a little bit under the weather today. This episode's maybe not going to be as as tightly packed as I I normally make it. I have done a bit of travelling this week and I am a little bit fatigued and a little bit, had a bit of a migraine and such like, so uh, I'm not quite recording from my sick bed, but it nearly went that way. I'm sure you won't mind a slightly shorter episode after... Um, the earlier episodes this month because I've been churning them out this month it's fair to say and big thank you to those of you who got in touch after the last two podcasts this month particularly after last week's episode with Carrie Westman I a lot of you got in touch to tell me how much you enjoyed that and I'm really glad that you did because that that was the aim so yes tiredness aside I do have a couple of things that I want to talk to you about and first up this week in this episode, I had a chat with Jess James from Ginger Twist Studio in Edinburgh, who spilled the beans on the Indie Butter Yarn Crawl. Now, you may or may not know that this is the second year of the Indie Butter Yarn Crawl taking place in Edinburgh in June. It's happening on the 13th and 14th. It's a two-day affair this year. And again, it's in collaboration with the other local yarn stores in Edinburgh, namely Kathy's Knits and Be Inspired Fibres. Uh, let's go back in time a little and talk to fantastic Jessica James, talking about the Indie Buddy Yarn Crawl. She also, for those of you who are members of the Neighbourhood Sheep Society, which is the yarn and pattern collaboration club that herself and Claire Devine launched this year. There's also news on on this too. And also a wee sneaky secret or two about what's coming up for Indie Butter. So how are all things since Edinburgh Yarn Festival with you? Oh my gosh. Well, with the lead up to the Yarn Festival, it was like working so, so hard, you know, to kind of have mm. have enough stock and just be all prepared and everything. And it was really good. The event was amazing. And then afterwards, awesome. I was just exhausted. And luckily, I, I had a goal that, you know, I wanted to have enough dyed up for the Yarn Festival and then have enough left over so that I wouldn't have like an empty shop and feel that panic of like, oh, I need to get back into the dye studio, you know, so. 
yeah. um, so that's worked out exactly according to plan. I'm actually need to go back into the dye studio now. That's amazing. That's yeah. like a good month after Absolutely. SBN Fest. And I, you know, it was like three months really that I was working like working my butt off so kind of take a little step back and um just take a little time for myself of course knit of course i've been doing lots of that <laughs> right. um i'm very eager to know about indie buddy yarn crawl uh, and yeah. i don't know how much you can you can tell yeah. us because last last year it was just one day wasn't it yes now it's expanded to two days because i thought logically i i could not fit any more people in my shop on on this on one day like there just wasn't happening so i i thought last year i was like i'd like to have it over a weekend so we're doing it over a saturday and a sunday it's june 13th and 14th so getting really excited about that now after you know, kind of having recovery after the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Now it's time for me to start, you know, up in the ante and start planning and which I've kind of, yeah, it's still in the middle of. But um, So, well, for anybody that wasn't there there last year, it was you and it was uh, Kathy, Kathy from Cuts Knits and then May, and May. Yep, from Beans. There will be a lot of similarities with what happened last year. It's the same concept. It's, you know, the three shops and we all have kind of similar aesthetic, like, you know, supporting smaller um smaller companies and that sort of thing yes. um so we're gonna have yeah it's the three of us and basically you could just do it like on your own you know you go around to all three yarn shops and that could be you or we're gonna do again these lucky dip groups where you sign up and if you know you get thrown into a group um and you have a tour guide so then you can make some new friends that way and you all go together um and then there's going to be another after party but it will be on the sunday so Ooh. i guess the way the setup will be a little bit different in that the safari lounge which was the area where people could congregate after they do their yarn crawl um and kind of just have a drink and relax and maybe compare what they bought and everything and have a bit of fun um but this year it will be available like all Saturday and Sunday, but then there will be kind of the official after party on Sunday evening after the yarn crawl is all finished. So it'll be lots of fun. And yeah, but you have classes this year, which is yes. a bit of a new twist. Yes. Well, you know, you know, me and Claire Devine love a good collaboration. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? We should make it so you can come up for the yarn crawl. So we came up with this, um, you know, class schedule, and we're running. Let's see, we're running Magic Loop Friday night in the work in the shop and then I've rented out a space at a cafe just kind of around the corner from um from the shop so we can because there won't be any space for class, no obviously um <laughs> so anyway she's gonna be there on Saturday and Sunday running a few workshops and then we have an extra special sock workshop that's happening on the Saturday night and it's kind of like combining you know a more sort of social atmosphere like party but you're still learning some stuff but it's kind of a more focus on the social aspect of it so we're calling that a night out with socks i think we've only got two spaces left anyhow so Whoa. almost sold out yeah really excited really excited excellent that's really good and it's true it adds a different dimension to yes and there'll be kind of yeah it'll be like drinks and nibbles and yeah a different dimension to the to the whole yarn crawl so in the yarn crawl everyone gets a card don't they and they have to yes. do the same concept like you get your little passport which is also you know your little flyer and it has the addresses of all the shops and there's kind of a space three spots to get stamped 
And if you go to all three yarn shops and you get stamped, then you can be entered into the raffle um, at the end where there'll be lots of prizes and goodies. And That's lovely. I just think just think it's going to work so beautifully well because it's yeah. you want people to come to Edinburgh for a sort of a day trip yeah. or a weekend trip, mm-hmm. but then having the added dimensions of you can take a class yes. and you can come to the after party and bring your socks exactly. and have a little I think that just sounds lovely and I think on the back of the Edinburgh Yarn Festival yep. then I think a lot of people will be looking for that little return absolutely, trip to the city absolutely do people need to do any advanced purchasing apart from from classes yeah, I guess from classes that will definitely have to be booked in advance um but everything else, you know, you can just turn up on the day. But if you want to, as I said, do this Lucky Dip group, which was quite fun. I think they're, yeah. oh, it was a great, great concept for last year. I think it worked really well. So um, if you're wanting to do the Lucky Dip group, then um, I'll, I'll be announcing details for that, like for signups and stuff in the next few weeks. Oh, and we'll be looking for some volunteers as well. So I'll post be posting information about that too. Uh, I'll be posting on Facebook and Twitter and at, there's on the Ginger Twist um, website, the shop page. I have a little a page that is for the yarn crawl, so I'll have all the information there as well. Good, excellent. That's so exciting! I can't wait. Oh, I know what I meant. I think it's still a secret, but um, okay. Claire is, you know, she's getting this sock anatomy her next book together. Um, yeah, she's going to do a book launch on and signing on the Saturday morning at, in the shop. Awesome. So that will be that. What else is coming up that um, you would like? to talk about did I see you have a new base a mash and madness yeah yeah I just posted that up today um it's really lovely it's just a lovely dk and it's so soft and bouncy and it, yeah it's half half massum and half um half british bfl and it just takes the color so nicely and i haven't knit anything in it yet um but i really quite fancy a garment or something oh the the yellow that i did is just so beautiful because it has a nice like depth like a kind of uh, i called one of them muddy sunshine um because it kind <laughs> of has it's a bright sunny yellow but then there's like a darkness underneath it like it's muddy oh, <laughs> oh lovely the neighborhood yarn society the last month is next month yes, isn't it, it is that the last month? yes oh yeah we can talk about that a little bit for um yeah. may so it was quite exciting that um you know we well basically what happened was i had dyed up two different sort of combos and me and Claire just couldn't decide which one to give people. So then we thought, you know what, we're going to make people choose. So one was like, looked like countryside and the other looked like the beach. And so then we just sent emails out to the, you know, people who'd already subscribed, um, you know, to ask them which one yeah. they want. So I think that's an exciting, another exciting element to it, that there's like yet another choice to make. Um, but yeah. I have managed to get secure some more of the base than I thought I could so there's quite a waiting list of people that didn't get on the original sort of order so I'll hopefully be able to you know satisfy That's some brilliant. people and plus that gives people a little taster you know because this is now be- going to become an annual thing or that's the plan yeah. oh because that's what i was going yes. to ask that's brilliant we almost got oh, we've got a good chunk of the next year planned so um so it'll be the that. same thing like the three installments and 
Oh, it's going to be great. I'm really excited for the next one as well, the next year's. I think, you know, we brought it out as quite a small exclusive thing to start with because we weren't sure if people would go for it. And, you know, it is, it's not cheap because, no. you know, you have to secure these small quantities. Exactly, small quantities from smaller flocks, that sort of thing. And it's a lot of fun. But, yeah, we weren't sure if it would work. And it's really worked. So we're going to up the numbers a bit um, so it'll be available to, you know, a few more people. And, yeah, it's really exciting to try and cultivate the next the next selection. So, yeah, that, definitely an annual oh, thing. Yeah. It'll be amazing. Really exciting. I bet there's heaps of people that'll be really happy to hear that. I'm only getting the yep. May one, so I've been waiting ages. Oh, <laughs> but you can, you can bet that I'll be going for a full one next time. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's brilliant! Are you going to do it the same way? Are you going to do it January? Yep. Sort of um, yep. three, three months, months three installments um, every other month. So January, March, and May. It's quite nice because you know then we can advertise for it and get get in the orders like in November so it's like before Christmas and then it's just nice that people then maybe are kind of a little bit broke in January then you have something you know you have something nice coming to you so glad you're doing that again how does it work when your partner in crime is now not living around the corner it's so sad I just called her (laughs) earlier but it's just you know there there is all this technology and we can now she's still in this country right but you know she has plans to move onward right now it's a little bit easier like there's still we can still call each other quite easily but it's not the same as her just popping into the shop and us being like okay yeah you want this color okay yeah 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 you know it's a little (laughs) bit more difficult to do that over the phone but it just means we have to be more organized so hence that's why we're trying to get next year's organized before all of her moving madness starts so we so we can have everything done and ready to go you know it'll be it's doable like people do it but it's yeah. just yeah, it's they different. Do. It's not the same. Maybe you'll get to, I know, maybe you'll get um, business trips to Australia, That's though. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as you will have heard me say in that interview, I will be going to the Indie Buddy Yarn Crawl. Very excited to do so because last year I, I, I couldn't go. It's also my birthday weekend, so I'm very much looking forward to that. And I think it's going to be fantastic, really, really fantastic. I can't wait. Lots to think about there. As Jess said, you can't just go for the day. You can just drop in, decide on the day that this is what you're going to do, or you can plan your weekend and you can join the Lucky Dip Clubs. You can go with a group of people. You can take a class. You can get your hands on the new volume of Sock Anatomy from Claire Devine. It's really going to be a special weekend, I think. And as I said, those of you who are looking for a return trip to Edinburgh after the Edinburgh Yarn Festival have a really good excuse. Thanks so much to Jess for that. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Are you going to the Indie Bitty Yarn Crawl? Let me know. Didn't leave me a message in the... Uh, knit British Ravelry group for this episode or leave a comment on on the website on the show notes it would be really good to catch up with you if you're going Blacker Yarns are soon to release a brand new yarn just in time for your summery knits. Leoness 
is the name of the yarn and it's named after a mythical island that was said to be sunk off the coast of Cornwall. It is a Falkland Cordial wool, but with linen and it's been a worsted spun yarn for a very smooth, silky finish. And Sonia from Blacker sent me a ball in the post and... I don't know what I was expecting. I think when I, I I think linen, I think of something very crisp. But what came out of that package was something very creamy and soft and with a with a, with a very slight um, crisp handle. And I thought, what can I sort of knit with this to to give it a good test run? Because as you know, I I like to give yarns a nice little test run uh, rather than just knitting a swatch. I like to to get a feel for it for the yarn and and let you guys know exactly what I think of it from giving it that good test run and amateur weaver that I am these days which readers of the blog may may know this but I haven't really spoken about it on the podcast uh, at Edbury Yarn Fest I did buy a, a sample at loom and I thought let's warp up the loom <laughs> and give Leoness a whirl and my first impressions, of course, were of the, the softness of the wool and how it wasn't what I was thinking. It wasn't why it has structure and it has a slight crisp handle that it, it's very, very soft as well and, and very creamy. Uh, I really loved how it felt through my fingers as I warped the loom. Uh, as I say, I'm an amateur weaver, so this is just, I've just done, done a plain weave sample, um, the same yarn for the warp and the weft. I immediately thought that it would it would knit something that was light drapey, but with um, a nice structure to it. But I thought um, I knew that that uh, other bloggers and podcasters were going to be given this this year and ago, and I thought, well, why not just put it on the loom, and and uh, given it a go that way. The wool when I was warping it felt really silky, and you can feel the you can feel ever so slightly the contrast between the fibers of the the linen and the. Um, wool but twisted together there it's quite a nice symbiosis actually I was sitting in the sun in my kitchen and it was a really sunny Sunday uh, morning and the light was coming through the window and I loved how it how this yarn looks in the light it just really shows up the shine uh, on it it's very very lustrous um, very very pretty yarn it's a pretty yarn that's that probably the nicest way to put it actually it's a very pretty yarn so on on the loom i used 12.5 dpi loom reed and i noticed as i was every time i i beat um, the weft that the the loom reed was sort of fluffing up the warp fibers and i did think oh how is this going to look is it going to is it going to sort of rough it up um, there was quite a lot of um, fibres that were underneath the loom, accumulating underneath the loom. I did think it was going to somehow m- make some sort of uh, difference to the appearance of the yarn and, it, and it, of the finished object. And it really doesn't. It actually, I would say, is, is even softer um, because of that. But I was really, really chuffed with how this just seemed to like to be woven. And I... When I took it off the loom, you know, it's not big enough for a, for a, for a scarf or anything, obviously, but it, I thought it would make a fantastic table runner. And it did make me think of barbecues and uh, outside dining and beautiful 
placemats and coasters and I thought it would be a lovely yarn to make those make those things and um, it's it's really 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 lovely and I washed it and it I soaked it for a good long time and it's I would say it's softened up even more it, this yarn has really changed my view on linen I've never really knit with linen before but linen yarn linen blend yarns that I've picked up in the past I've just never felt the, the need to buy them uh, I've never felt drawn to them in the same way um, they're that sort of waxy crispness I guess has put me off and while this yarn still has that creaminess the Coradale yarn that it's blended with just makes this a delightful blend and I do think that this is going to be screaming out for all your summer knits uh, it's available in four ply it's available in double knit it costs £5.75 per ball and it really is a lovely yarn it's available in six colours and they're very very summery colours and all very complimentary as well and I know that Sonia who works at Blackout has taken part in the hap along and she's actually making her hap in the the Leoness colours and it's just I, I really want to thank her actually because this yarn has really changed my opinion of knitting or crafting with linen this is this blacker Leoness is a really spectacular summery yarn and I do recommend that you you have a look at it um, for your your summer knits it I've already considered it for the Scully cardigan which I I already have three or four yarns for um <laughs> I think it would be a lovely light yarn for summer garments but I think it would also make really fantastic yarn for cowls and shawls accessories it's it's really really lovely and I um thank thank you very much to Blacker for letting me have a play with it and I now have a pretty table runner <laughs> for for my coffee table which when the light shines in that same window, people will be dazzled by the beautiful shine and softness of the creamy black or Leoness yarn. Spin on, spin off. I've had no cast on or cast offs this week, but I have been doing some spinning. And so this is a very, 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 very occasional section because I don't spin very often. I've been spinning on my handy drop spindle with some awesome Rolex from fondant fiber deb sent me some very nice Rolex, uh which are hand carded and uh, they're in a colorway called toffee pudding and it's white shetland uh murat shetland baby alpaca merino and silk and they have been spinning like an absolute dream now where is the nitty noddy I've, I've never really spun from Rolex before. When I learned to spin, then we did do um, a bit on hand um, carding fleece into Rolex. But usually when I've bought fibre, it's been from combed braids or, or bats. And I've really loved how how easy it is to spin this. I don't know if all Rolex are so easy to spin from, but I spun 30 grams in one evening sitting and I, I I spin quite thin the singles are are, are probably 
uh, lace weight and I will be chain plying play, plying that um, but yeah I, I can't believe how amazing this is to spin the fibre feels fantastic and I just um, love the the um, the colours are really really beautiful that toffee toffee pudding there's sort of cinnamon and and orange and um very sort of light pinks and the cat was extremely interested in the rolags and thought that my spinning of them should be should be watched with great <laughs> great interest as I say I've spent about 30 grams in one sitting and I still have obviously another 70 to go but I actually think this is going to be one pack of fibre that I'm going to finish spinning the whole lot because I because I spin so seldom I very rarely you know finish the whole bundle of fluff and I have just very tiny mini skeins of spun yarn and I keep meaning to go back to but this is definitely going to be spun and spun and done um, I'm, I'm really loving it and I'll, I'll try and get some nice pictures of of how this this uh, spun yarn looks it's absolutely gorgeous and thank you so much to Deb for sending that to me to give it a go and she also has uh, a shop update this week and she has a discount code for you guys which is uppercase more stash all one word uh, for a little 10% discount at her uh, checkout uh, thank you so much to Deb for that and and yes I can't wait to finish spinning this yarn and showing showing you what I make from it Hop along, hop along, hop along, hop along, happy hop along. <laughs> this has been an amazing call. If you have been listening to the podcast uh, and following the blog, you will know that on the 10th of April, I launched the Hap Cal. And wowee, you guys are amazing. Um, we have over 200 projects and over 2,000 posts in the HAP chat thread. And I am just stunned by how many of you have embraced the humble HAP. And so, so, so chuffed. I, I'm finding it hard to keep up with the chat in the, <laughs> in the thread, actually, because it moves quite quickly. Um, but the HAP chat, HAP chat? The HAP chat thread is absolutely bustling with chat and inspiration and fantastic images some of which I am going to put in a in a post uh, later just uh, to, to um, show you some of my favorite images and some of my favorite whips what I love about the hap cal the most is how it has just taken the notion of community and absolutely run away with it um what a fantastic community we had a hap along hangout on twitter and instagram and in the ravelry thread on the cast on day which is friday the 10th of april we will be having another one and i will be announcing that in the Ravelry thread and on social media uh, when I decide I, I've put a little poll in the Hapchat thread and the Net British Ravelry group just to get an idea of um, dates that suit you because I know that last time some people who weren't in the UK the time didn't suit them and I would like to make sure that everybody who wants to take part in the Hapalong Hangout can do so. All you have to do when we're hanging out is to use that 
hashtag #HappyLongHangout and HappyLong and post pictures and chat away and and it was really popular last time and I think that's how I pulled my neck uh, by um, <laughs> I had my knitting in front of me and my laptop on the side of the chair and my phone at the other side of me and I was checking Instagram on my phone and I was checking Twitter on uh, at my left and I was trying to knit right dead centre and obviously uh, <laughs> I think I ended up pulling, pulling my neck uh, <laughs> because of that. I am blown away by the the work that's going on and the amount of love for the hap uh, that's going on we have quite a lot of people who are knitting traditional style hap a lot of people knitting Gudrun Johnson's Hansel as am I and a lot of people who are going for the more contemporary patterns such as North Maven hap or hap for Harriet and uh, good other Gudrun patterns such as Estlite and Summerdim and the, the different yarns that are being used is fantastic and we already have some finished object. The Hap Bug has firmly chomped down on quite a lot of you out there and I'm very very happy that it has done. I'm really chuffed about that. You can still join in, there's still plenty of time. The, the Cal is running until July the 12th so you've got plenty of time to join in and we have had people just joining in um, very recently. So join in the chat and keep on posting your pictures on Twitter and Instagram using um, the Hapalong hashtag. And uh, thank you so, so, so much for joining in. It's really made my heart happy. <laughs> Hellos. You know, I always like to say hello to the new kids in the Knit British Ravelry group. And at the moment, the Knit British Ravelry group is sitting at 854 members. And I know that uh, we've had uh, quite a hike since Edinburgh Iron Festival and since the beginning of the Hapalong. So welcome to all the members of the Knit British Ravelry group and all the new members. But I always like to read out the, those new kids' names who appear at the top of the discussion threads. And we've got... Little Yellow Uke, who is Zena from Sutton Coalfield in the UK. Pearl's Mother, who is Lindy from South Geelong, Victoria in Australia. We've got Yarn Addict, who is Annette from Claremont in California. We've got A Keys, who is Alison from Sydney. We've got Sheila Jones, who is Sheila from Port Orchard in Washington. And there's Malty, who is Courtney from Sittingbourne in Kent. And in the hello thread, we've had quite a few of you who have come for the Hapalong, who've come to say hello. And some of you who have come via Kate Davis's blog and Gudrun Johnson's blog, who also, also mentioned the Hapalong recently. Uh, and one is UB Green. Hello, I'm Yuli from Germany. I love almost everything British and found you through the blog of Kate Davies. I am very much interested in traditional knittings and I've been planning to knit Madeleine Weston's shawl for a while. And she goes on to say, I only just started listening to the podcast and I'm thrilled about the interactive possibilities to knit while listening to knitters and watch a documentary about Shetland. Thanks for the media clippings and that's um, her referring to British knitting in the media. I've got a thread in the Knit British Ravelry group. So hello to you. It's lovely to lovely to have you join us. Uh, Mary Glennie says, Hi, I'm Julian, and I found out about the Knit British podcast at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Now I'm hooked and I can't resist the hap along. That's lovely. Thank you very much, Julian. 
Uh, and Coates said, Hi all, I'm another knitter from British Columbia, Canada. I found your group the other day while reading the Kate Davis blog. I started a flutter on Christmas Day, but I haven't had a lot of progress due to obsessive sock knitting. I'm going to use this cal as an incentive to finish. I know I won't qualify for prizes, but believe me, I'll be happy just to finish. Who knows, I'll maybe cast on another before July. Who am I kidding? LOL. Oh, that's lovely. And lovely to hear from everyone who's taken time to... Um, say hello and leave a message in the in the Ravelry group and send me emails and send me Ravelry messages. I I love them all. That's it for this episode. As I say, a little under the weather and and um, possibly not as chatty as as usual. I I will be back the week after next. And I hope to bring to you an exciting interview as the other week I went on a visit to Jameson's of Shetland to their, their newly refurbished shop, which is like a brand new shop. And uh, I chatted with owner Gary and also Lizzie, who if you if you mail order, you'll know Lizzie. She works in the shop and there is always much more to come. <laughs> <laughs> I am going away again next week, next weekend for the bank holiday and so I hope that you all have a fantastic bank holiday when it when it gets to you and and keep on happing and look out on social media for the announcement of the next Hapalong hangout until next time take good care bye thanks for listening to the Knit British podcast to find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British. And I'm on Ravelry as Lyra. You can listen to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher Radio and knitbritish.net. Knit